Welcome to the new normal with Lucas Rosenfield. Yesterday, there were actually quite a few uh, protests in South Africa. Um, in Cape Town, the two main ones were in Musenberg and Bloberg, and these protests were called the hashtag back in the water protests. Um, they basically involved a bunch of surfers going to the beach in their wetsuits or other clothes with their surfboard and standing on the beach um, two meters apart from each other, uh, basically just saying that they should be allowed to go back into the water and surf because their constitutional rights are being denied. And there was a lot of outrage about these protests on social media. And quite rightly so, because these protests are just, it's just like a clear example of uh, white privilege in this country. And there was a lot of outrage about the fact that some of these protesters were arrested. Because um, I believe protests are actually illegal now. And seeing as though they like weren't exercising or whatever uh, during the hours of 6 or 9 a.m., they were just out there protesting. They were arrested by police. And people were really pissed off that the police arrested these guys. But, I mean, look, I, I think protests protest is an important part of society and especially ours it has played a, a major role in developing our country and uh, shaping our country uh, to where we are today and protests are a huge part of the anti-apartheid struggle and even post-1994 protests and strikes have, are a major part of our society so look i think it's important that people protest but in a time like coronavirus, when it's a public health crisis, and we've spoken about this here so many times, and you know it's everywhere in the media, we know what coronavirus is in terms of how easy it spreads, how uh, health systems in developed countries can get easily overwhelmed by it, and that has been the case in many countries. And even now, we still see more deaths every day, we see more cases every day, and we know that we're nowhere near the end of this thing and that it's not getting better anytime soon. Certainly not here. And particularly in the Western Cape where we're seeing a huge spike in cases and deaths. So we know what the situation is about coronavirus and we know that the virus spreads easily when we have crowds of people together. And it's not hard to put two and two together so that when we see crowds of people together, it's likely that the virus will spread easier between them. And even though these protests, uh, these uh, hashtag back in the water protests, weren't necessarily like uh, huge crowds or anything, and you know it was a very small amount of people actually, but it, it really is just completely counterproductive. And if they were protesting on anything substantive, which they're not, if they were protesting on the fact that the lockdown has made them to lose their jobs or the government isn't uh, helping them out with money and relief funds. And I think that's a very valid reason to protest. Um, look, you can go into uh, sort of the safety precautions that you should uh, abide by when you're protesting. So you, you know, you must all be wearing masks and you must keep a social distance. But for them to be protesting literally about the fact that they can't surf, nothing else here is just ridiculous. When we see that people are protesting in other parts of the countries, in other parts of our country, uh, because they don't have food, because the government isn't helping them. And that's a completely different 
protest. And some people are comparing the two and equating them. So they're saying, oh, but how come you didn't arrest people for uh, being in crowds when they were trying to get food parcels? There, you know, there was a uh, quite famous photo now of the queue and the huge crowd in Gauteng somewhere. I can't remember the exact location now off the top of my head. But there was that photo there of, you know, this huge crowd of people who are just desperate, right, just to be able to get some food for their families. And people weren't arrested there. Um, and we're seeing some people saying that, uh, yeah, no, uh, they arrested the surface because he's white. Guys, that's not how it works. Um, in this country, the police force is... It's got a huge problem in terms of police brutality. And look, it's not just unique to us. It's in most countries around the world, I'd say. Police brutality is a huge issue. But police brutality isn't generally committed or perpetrated against white people. It almost always takes place in townships and poorer communities. So to sort of make the statement that, yeah, it's racist and the fact that because they're arresting white people who are out there who are not following the uh, lockdown restrictions by protesting, that they're saying that it's racist to arrest them. It's not racist. The police are actually just doing their jobs because that's what the law says at the moment. And it's completely ridiculous to make any sort of comparison between surfing and people protesting because they don't have food. I have to, I have to repeat that. I have to make that very clear because it seems to me that there are many people who don't understand that. And for me, that is just shocking. I, I don't know how people don't see that. These things are nowhere near the same. And, you know, we can get into a debate uh, about the lockdown restrictions. And I think there are a lot of very good debates and discussions that can be held around them. And certainly there's some lockdown restrictions which are harder to explain than others. You know, we, we, we all know that's the case, that some of the things are way more common sense, I guess you could say, than others. We know that's the case, and we can get into a debate about that. But the debate needs to be substantive, and it needs to be about the real issues here. Because in a time like this, we can't really afford to be wasting our time and our resources on whether you can surf or not. Or, because, you know, because we have, like, a group of, like, 20 people saying, Oh, dude, you know, it's my right to go in the water and to be able to surf, man. You don't understand. It's totally social distance to go out there and surf. Guys, they've even said that we can exercise now, right? You can go and exercise. You don't need to surf to exercise. That's ridiculous if you think that the only way you can exercise is surfing. You can run. You can walk. You can cycle. Those are all perfectly acceptable forms of exercise that you can do if the issue here is exercise, which at the end of the day, it really isn't because it's an issue of privilege. And these people who think that they are uh, deserving to be the center of attention and that they think that the government needs to make some sort of special provision for them to be able to go out there and surf. Because... I mean, just even think about this on a practical level, right? So say even they, the government said, okay, sure, you can go surf. Now, how do they police that? So what if I don't have a surfboard, but I have a, uh, I have a bodyboard? Um, is that allowed? <laughs> you know, how, how do you police that? So surely if someone is surfing, someone else should be able to go swim, right? Or, or surely you should just be able to go to the beach, right? And, and that's where the problem comes in is that, it's ridiculous to allow 
uh, the opening of a public facility like a beach, and it is a public facility, and should be open under any normal circumstances. But you, you can't just like open a beach just for surfers because then you're going to have to put like police there, whether it's SAPS or Metro Police or whatever. You're going to uh, have to put police there. Uh, and is that really the best use of our limited police resources? Really? They should be uh, going onto the uh, beaches around Cape Town and South Africa uh, to make sure that only the surfers can go and swim. Like, that is ridiculous. And it really pisses me off when I see all these people who are uh, making this comparison between uh, people surfing and people getting food parcels. It's ridiculous, man. And if you really genuinely think that people who are uh, in these long queues and these big crowds who are trying to just get food for their families, if you think that's the same as people surfing and you think that uh, they should be treated uh, with the same uh, sort of response from the police and that people who are queuing for food should be arrested. Man, I think you really need to do a rethink in terms of how you how you think about the lockdown restrictions because, again, you can we can have a debate about the, the various restrictions. I think that's an important debate to have and we shouldn't just blindly accept uh, whatever the government says to us as true. Um I really think it's important that we discuss those things. But, dude, surfing is not, like, an important issue right now. Not by any stretch of the imagination. And it really just speaks to the huge uh, issue of white privilege in this country where people think it's, like, their God-given right to go out and be able to surf in the middle of a pandemic where people are literally dying, guys. People are dying. More people are dying every day in South Africa, in the Western Cape, in our communities. Before long, it might be a member of your family or a close friend. And when that starts happening, and there's a very real possibility that that will happen, all you're going to be remembered for is uh, going out there and protesting that you couldn't go have a surf. And I don't think that's uh, something that anyone should want to be remembered by in this time.